I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora. Kim. Infratil is set to have full ownership of 1NZ. Kia ora Charlotte. Yes, infrastructure investor Infratil will take full control of the telecommunications provider One New Zealand in a deal worth $1.8 billion. Infratil already owns about half of the company, formerly known as Vodafone, and is buying out its partner, Canadian investors Brookfield Asset Management. The deal values 1NZ at $5.9 billion. Infratil will raise $750 million through a share placement with big investment firms today, with another $100 million to be raised from an offer to smaller shareholders later in the month. The rest will come from cash reserves and borrowings. Infratil Chief Executive Jason Boys says the full takeover is a compelling opportunity. The business has transformed itself since we bought it with significant further investment in its infrastructure. Um, today it's a high-quality business and management team that we know really, really well and have high confidence in. Uh, 1NZ has been one of Infratil's best investments in recent times. With the sale of its passive mobile tower network last year, Infratil has received back nearly all the capital we invested in 2019. One New Zealand Chief Executive Jason Paris says Infratil knows the telco well and can help take it forward. It's about uh, value creation across all of those themes that we've been talking about um, often around growth and mobility, uh, ICT, uh, expanding our wholesale business and then good cost control through simplification and automation of, uh, of, the, of the business. Jason Paris says the takeover also offers further opportunities in infrastructure. As a result of the acquisition, Infratil has increased its underlying earnings forecast for this year by $230 million, to be between $800 million and $840 million. Infratil shares are in a trading halt until the institutional placement is finished. Bladder cancer diagnostics company Pacific Edge is optimistic it will find another way to get its tests covered for use in the U.S. That's despite a major Medicare insurance provider, Novartis, ending reimbursement from next month. The company's shares plunged as much as 86% this morning after a trading halt was lifted. Medicare coverage accounted for 77% of Pacific Edge's total operating revenue in 2023. Pacific Edge says the dice was loaded against them, with Novartis giving more weight to negative comments about the test in its analysis, mischaracterising its effectiveness. However, Chief Executive Peter Mainchess is confident the tests have medical backing. Medicare's decisions does not change how physicians think about this. What does change, though, are the consequences. You know, without payment for our tests, we can't continue to to operate with the cost of each test, right? So we, we have to think very, very carefully about what those options look like. Um, we haven't determined what the path forward is, but we can't service a demand without payment. Chess says the company is exploring its legal options, including a potential appeal. The company posted a net loss of $27 million in the year ended March, though revenue nearly doubled from sales of its CX bladder tests. Investors are watching for Australian economic growth numbers due out later this afternoon and what they point to for the near term. The forecast consensus is for tepid growth of just 0.2% for the three months ended March. The chief executive of investment platform XM in Australia, Peter Maguire, says all signs point to a slowing economy. We've had unemployment go from 35 to 3.7% in April. 
We've had that uh, GDP number as we're expecting, 0.2. And the overall theme, I think, is going to be, you know, weakness. So, yeah, so we're expecting it to be a little bit of a slowdown over this and, and this subsequent quarter as well. Peter Maguire is not sure Australian inflation has peaked and he expects the central bank there to follow up yesterday's 25 basis point rise with another. Now, New Zealand economic data... Now, New Zealand economic growth numbers, rather, are due out next week. Economists are saying it's touch and go between a slight increase or a slight fall. The crackdown on the cryptocurrency industry by US regulators continues, with legal action started against cryptocurrency platform Coinbase. It's the second lawsuit in two days against a major crypto exchange, as the Securities and Exchange Commission alleged Coinbase was not properly registered and had evaded disclosure rules aimed at protecting investors. The day before, the SEC started action against Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, charging it and senior executives of operating a web of deception. Well, let's get an update from the markets now. We're joined by Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners for the latest. Kia ora, Malika. How are things shaking out on the market today? Kia ora, Kim. Yeah, a um, bit of a negative start for us today. We're down 0.72% or 85 points at 11,778 points. Um, A2 Milk's down 20 cents at 584. Auckland Airport's down 10 cents at 862. Fletcher uh, Building's down 2 cents at 513. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare, the only one in the green in the top 10, is um, up 14 cents at 23.95. Main Freight's down 48 cents at 69.57. Meridian's down three and a half cents at five dollars fifty and a half. Ryman's down four cents at six twenty two. Sparks down two cents at five nineteen. And you've had some uh, reports out the last couple of days regarding EBOS, Infratil, and Pacific Edge. EBOS is down a dollar eighty six today, or five percent at thirty five dollars fifty two. Infratil's in that trading halt, um, pending the seven hundred and fifty million dollar placement this morning. And Pacific Edge is down 37 cents or 76% at 11.8 cents. Yikes. And let's head to Australia. Have they fared any better than us this morning? Yeah, they're in positive territory. The All Lords is up 16 points or 0.2% at 7,336 points. Um, if we just look at the banks, they're up seven, uh, ANZ's up seven cents at twenty two eighty one. Commonwealth Bank's down seventeen cents at ninety six thirty nine. NAB's up four cents at twenty five seventy two, and Westpac's up three cents at twenty dollars thirty seven. And that takes us to our dollar. Uh, pretty flat in this morning's trading. We're buying sixty point eight US cents, ninety point nine eight Australian cents, forty eight point nine pence, fifty six point eight four euro cents. 84.88 yen and 4.33 yuan. And that leaves interest rates, oil and gold, please. 90-day bank bills are at 5.695%. The five-year swap is at 4.5025%. The 10-year is at 4.39%. Brent crude is $76.53 US a barrel. And spot gold's $1,964 US an ounce. Kia ora Malika, that's Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. And just a quick note in other business news to say medicinal cannabis company Rua Bioscience has banked its first earnings from sales in Germany. The Tidafity-based company says its first four months of sales in Germany has exceeded expectations and its products have been well received by pharmacists and patients. We'll be back with the wrap of the day's business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now Charlotte, that's business.